Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rain, the power of you, a podcast about becoming the leader of your life and truly succeeding on your terms. I'm your host, Sharon Bakir. You might know me on Instagram as The Empowerist. Listening here will give you everything I've learned in 10 years of leadership coaching, as well as myself having survived death, trauma, and recovery to thrive once again. I've created this podcast for people just like you who are on the brink of transformation and ready to live powerfully in every part of your life. Every episode focuses on life fulfillment, self-esteem, and deep growth. We give you the tools, strategies, and techniques to apply so that you can live your most powerful life. Plus, we regularly feature humans who are serious badasses to keep you inspired. I love hearing from my community, so wherever you're listening from, drop me a photo or screenshot on Instagram and remember to say hi with a tag. Let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk about bodily freedom. What do I mean by the term bodily freedom? Well, it's a little bit like body positivity, which is a term that's been bandied around a lot in the last couple of years, especially on social media. But rather than use the term body positivity, I want to talk about bodily freedom because as someone who's been a professional dancer for the last 20 years, as well as someone who has learned a lot about recovering from serious bodily and physical trauma through major birth trauma and disaster, what I've learned is that it's not enough to just be positive about our bodies, but that we have to seek freedom from the shackles of what our bodies really mean to us. A mindset, if you will. An attainment of freedom from what society expects us to feel about our body, but also a level of freedom from how we feel about our body in itself. And it's not just about how our body looks. Recovering from serious bodily trauma has taught me that it's actually all about understanding how your body works and respecting it in ways that feed your brain with positive self-truths. So today, five points about what I've learned about true bodily freedom and what that means. The first thing I've learned about true bodily freedom is that we've got to stop punishing our body. Now, there are many ways of punishing our body. You know, the easiest way I can think of is to look at your body in the mirror and hate it to look your body in the mirror and criticize it and critique it. It's really easy to say on a surface level that our body isn't the way we want. And we pretend that an outward exhibition of what our body looks like as an aesthetic is somehow linked to our health and physical function. Now, I can tell you right now that it is not. When I was in the best physical fitness of my life, I was actually treating my body in really unhealthy ways. And I'm sure my organs weren't very happy with me either. I'm referring to diet culture. We need to stop diet culture. We need to stop punishing our body and treating food like it's a punishment or a treat. Once we neutralize the idea that our body is something to punish or treat, then we stop having a master-slave relationship with our body. Our body governs our brains, not the other way around. Our brain tries. We try so hard to take control over our body. But as someone who has had trauma thrust onto my body by no fault other than freak weird once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-14,000-births episode of body failure or organ failure, I can tell you that we can't control our body. Our body is going to do whatever it wants to do, no matter how we treat it. So we may as well start treating it nicely. We may as well start being good to it. Now, I don't mean, obviously, to indulge in behavior that's risky for your body or that leads to really bad results for your body. But what I'm saying is we got to stop thinking of, oh, I ate too much as being a bad thing. Or once in a while enjoying, or, you know, frankly, all the time, enjoying foods that you like, or treating exercise as a punishment for what you ate. I think once we free ourselves of that belief that exercise is something we do because it's good for us and we like it, 
and that food is something we indulge in because it's good for us and we like it. And food being a cultural and social experience rather than one that just simply fuels our body, then we start to actually relinquish control of the body. And maybe, maybe our body will start treating us better. But maybe it won't. You know, cancer doesn't choose the people it strikes based on how well you treated your body. Cancer strikes. Weird freak illnesses strike, no matter how you've treated your body. And so it's time to stop looking at our body as something we have to punish in order to get some weird joy later on in life, right? Our bodies are just bodies. We neutralize our thought process towards them. We stop feeling negative or positive towards them. And we certainly stop punishing our bodies like it's a four-year-old child. The second thing I've learned is that we have to accept our body for what it is. When I was seriously ill, I hated my body for a while for failing me, for failing me repeatedly, for not doing the things a woman's body was supposed to do. And I realize now that that's a really unhealthy mindset to be in. Because the reality is when I say I hate my body, or when I say I don't like that my body has done this to me, or when I ask my body why it has failed, what I'm asking myself is, why have you failed as a human being? Why do I not like myself? How dare you do this to yourself? And we have to separate that we are a different person to what our body is. Our body is not an indication of us being a good person. Our health, our physical appearance, and the way our body functions has got nothing to do with whether we are a good, happy, fulfilled, or powerful person. Once we accept our body for what it is, it leads to a path of self-acceptance about who we are. And as long as we don't accept our body, whether in its physical aesthetic form or whether in its deep inner workings and functions, we will never truly accept our souls. The third thing is we need to learn to love our body for what it does for us. Think about it. We wake up every day and our body has one job, which is to keep us alive. And it does a spectacular job of that. There are so many things happening in our body every single day as we go about our lives, you know, neurons, transmitters, blood cells, platelets, veins, arteries, pumps, valves, organs, digestion, acids, hormones. The list is endless. Our body is a truly magical thing. What I've learned in the process of recovery is that our body is capable of healing from even the most complex of traumas. How can we not love a body that does this for us every single day? If our body was a human being who kept us alive every single day, we would worship the ground they walked on. So why do we not worship the bodies we were given? Why do we not respect the immense work it puts in every single day just to keep us alive so we can not even think about it? When we learn to be grateful to our body for what it does for us, we will come to appreciate every hair that grows on any part of our body. We will come to appreciate every piece of dry skin that flakes off, every bit of hair that sits out of place. When we learn to really love every single stinky, smelly part of it, then we will think, wow, I love to live. Because how can you not love to live knowing that this entity, our body, is working so hard for us? This is something that took me a long time to learn. And I really only learned it through recovering from what I thought I would never recover from. When the odds were so slim, but my body pushed through to give me survival, that's when I realized that I had to live above and beyond what I expected what my body to do for me, but instead be grateful for what my body chooses to do for me every single day. And then I started becoming grateful for being alive. 
And that is the most delicious feeling you can have day after day. The fourth thing I learned is that we can only form a good level of self-esteem when we start realizing that our body is not something to constantly improve. I'm not saying we shouldn't push ourselves. I'm a professional dancer. I'm a valedictorian of self-improvement and bodily pushing. (laughs) But we don't have to improve our body every single day. I'm pretty good with movement. I move every single day and I try to exercise every day, but sometimes two weeks goes by and I don't want to do any exercise. And I think to myself, well, okay, don't, because I'm listening to what my body's telling me. And sometimes my body is telling me I'm too tired. And it is a really self-honoring thing to be able to say, I'm too tired. I'm not going to do that today. And that's okay. We can only improve our body when it has nothing to do with our self-esteem, i.e., It is time to make improvements in your body's physical aesthetic if you want, only after you realize that your body is beautiful in any state. So I would say that even though right now at this point in my life, almost 40, I am in the worst physically aesthetic condition I've ever been in. I have had two children. I've had to accept my body will never go back to being the same again, no matter how hard I work. I am the happiest I've ever been with how I look. I am the most accepting that I've ever been of how my body translates into photos and videos. And why is that? Because I actually like who I am now, because I love my body for what it does for me, not how it looks. And whilst I will continue to work for the body shape and size that I like and want and desire, sometimes because I have the wardrobe for it, (laughs) I will not sit there and try to improve it in a way that tells me I'm crappy the way I am, because I'm beautiful the way I am, and I just want to improve on that. When improvement comes from a high level of self-esteem, the despair that you feel when you can't improve it goes away. And the last thing I learned about bodily freedom is this, is that we have to understand that our bodies ebb and flow throughout our lifetime. Our current state is not definitive of our future state. Our past state is not a definition of our future state or current state. We can change. We can work towards a better full body functioning and health if we want to, if we want to. But it's all ebb and flow. We're not going to be able to be disciplined beasts every single day of the week. And we have to accept that our daily best may look different every single day. Some days you're going to wake up and feel like you can do all the things that make you feel healthy, alive, and physically fit. And some days you're simply not. That's okay. Accept that your body is at its best and trying its best every day. Because as someone whose body has literally survived death and chosen to keep living and keep all its functions working against the odds, I can tell you this, your body is trying its best every day. And it's time we stopped treating it like it's not good enough. When we reach that level of freedom in our mind and neutrality in our mind towards our body, then we can start our path to the true building of self-esteem and really accepting ourselves for the beautiful human beings that we are on a mental and emotional and psychological level as well. I hope this episode has been helpful for you. It's a little bit different to the mindset stuff that I usually talk about, but I think it's a really important one because as someone who is a professional dancer, as well as a coach and leadership coach at that, and someone who helps people with mindset, I thought bringing the two together to show you how I've learned about bodily freedom would be really important. Let me know how you felt about this and whether it opened your eyes to what bodily freedom really means. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you so much for listening. My name's Sharon Pakir. You might know me on Instagram as The Empowerist. Please come on Instagram, follow me, tag me. If you're listening to this right now, take a screenshot, add it to your stories. I love knowing where my listeners are from, and I love knowing that the podcast is something that made a difference in your life. Thank you, everybody, and see you next time.